Hey there, I'm country rock artist Susie Corey, and you're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello once again. Hello, John Bon Jovial. Thank you so much for that legendary introduction. Hello, listeners, and we're all celebrating the new year, 2023. Now, if you're listening to us the first time on Rochester Free Radio, you're actually listening on Saturday, New Year's Eve. But for the rest of you who are listening to this online, Happy New Year. And let's hope Happy that... New Year. And let's hope that 2023 is indeed a happy new year because 2022, well, hey, uh, I, I think we've had better years than that. Right now, we've got some better music for you. Got a new one from a new artist by the name of Francis Moon. Here he is with Two Worlds Apart. Oh 
two worlds apart. Francis Moon, and now Francis Moon is the solo project of a gentleman by the name of Francis Pedersen from Sweden. And playing under several different names and bands over the years, he decided to turn all of his creative energy into a solo project. And Francis Moon's music can be described as a, they can describe it as a potent blend of indie rock combined with a special dreamlike atmosphere, which I'm sure John Bon Jovi will caught on to real quickly, and uh, reverberated strings. I think that's an interesting, uh, interesting description, don't you, John? Yeah, you know, my, my initial impressions of the song were at the very beginning, kind of reminded me a little bit of the uh, intro to the Beatles' Penny Lane, but that quickly departed, and then I started <laughs> getting the feeling that there was an influence from the old 60s, late 60s, early 70s uh, rock group. I don't know if you want to call them rock and roll, but uh, Renaissance Fair. And just mm, that okay. ethereal feel to it. Yes, and, right. Uh, but yeah. it's, it's very nice. It's a low-key song. I don't see it getting a lot of airplay on a mass appeal radio station, but certainly on a niche kind of a format, it, there may yeah, be a this, place for it. Yeah, I think this is one that's going to have to thrive. If indeed it thrives, it's going to thrive in private playlists, playlists that uh, listeners go online, hear this, and say, oh, wow, man, I love that. And add it to their playlist on, you know, whatever system they get their playlist set up on. That's a, it's a it's a very personal type of track. It's not a mass audience track, I don't think. Two worlds apart. The name is Francis Moon. Now we have a situation here this week where we've got a couple of extra minutes up front, so we're going to be giving you another tune in just a minute before we get to our first guest. But John Bon Jovial, how did the year end for you? This has been an interesting year. We had one of the worst hurricanes to ever hit southwest Florida back in September. That was Hurricane Ian, thank goodness. Uh, my place of business and also my home were unscathed, uh, and I can't say that for all of southwest Florida. Uh, there were some people that were suffering and are still suffering as a result of it, so we did have that happening. Uh, we had a, a fairly quiet summer, slightly cooler temperatures than normal, which was a pleasure. And, uh, you know, business was good. People were friendly. And other than that little hiccup for the hurricane, uh, 2022, all in all, you know, wasn't a bad year on a personal and professional basis. Politically, of course, it was all over the place. You know, the left yeah, hates the right, the right hates the left. Kind of a disaster never the there. twain, unfortunately, shall meet. Yep. Uh, but I think that wasn't just in Florida. That was all over the country. I look back on 2022, and A, I can't believe that it is uh, has expired as quickly I as know. it has. But I looked at my watch about five minutes ago, and it was February 1st. Yeah, it makes you, it <laughs> makes you wonder. They say time flies when you're having fun, and it makes you want to ask, are we having fun yet? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, if this is fun. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What was 2022, what was 2022 uh, like for the David Bowers? Pretty much the same as you, except for the disastrous hurricane. We didn't have that problem. We had uh, we had a hot summer here in the Valley of the Sun, which is normal, but it wasn't a uh, you know extremely bad one. I mean, we didn't have 20 days over 115 degrees or anything like that. But uh, from a geographic standpoint, it was a fine year. Uh, economically, it seemed to have gotten progressively worse as the year went on, and uh, that goes both from uh, from cash flow to uh, the situation with businesses, jobs being out there, and then people not wanting to work for them. And it's, uh, you know, one catch after another, which is really, 
messing it up. And I hope they come up with some solutions to get this uh, get this economic boat of the United States back on track coming year. In the meanwhile, the only thing I can think of is if you're not sorry about it being 2022 and you're not sorry that it's over, perhaps, just perhaps, you might be sorry that it's December. Here's a girl named Cyril. Give a listen. It's December. Terrell. She was born in Hong Kong, now a Los Angeles-based singer, songwriter, producer, and instrumentalist. And she played classical piano at a young age and learned to play guitar later as a teenager. And she studied music production and engineering at Berklee College of Music. Her album, her EP, Wherever It May Be, was made from start to finish in her bedroom in Boston, where she was living before she moved to Los Angeles. And she credits that to the fact that growing up in Hong Kong, the artist did not have the money and the backing to be able to afford to go to a studio. So she brought that trait over with her. When she was growing up in Hong Kong, she 
found the music scene boring, by the way, because it hadn't evolved much over the years, although she says that it is changing now. It is starting to evolve a little bit to freshen up some, and uh, we're glad of that. Another ethereal one there, oh, ethereal John Bon Jovial. What's your take on that? Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really quite sure what kind of an opinion I want to formulate on this, to be honest with you. It, it, it's nicely done. Uh, I, I think the production values, and, and, and I don't mean to be mean, I, I really don't, but I think the production values are a little weak on it, and, uh, and, and I think as uh, she evolves, as Cyril evolves, um, you know, this too will evolve. But, you know, for a beginning, it's pretty damn good. I don't think it's quite ready for prime time yet, but uh, it, it's, it's got the makings of a, of a good song. It's got the makings of a good sound. Uh, I just think it needs to be polished. But certainly, um, we wouldn't be playing her if we didn't think the potential was there. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I think that uh, I think she is on the road. Now, how far she goes, well, that remains to be seen. But hopefully, we'll be able to follow, check it out, and see where she goes from here. We followed some uh, friends of ours back in Rochester, New York. We know where they're going. And uh, we wish them a happy bon voyage. No, seriously, our friends at Rochester Free Radio, Steve Litvak's Rock and Roll Rumble that follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio. Then Armand Spins, both gentlemen, have some great rock that you may not have heard. They do some stuff that you have heard, too. They have some special programs both ways. But my thing with the both of them is the fact they find they find some great rock that you may never have heard before, and you might want to check that out. Register Free Radio, you'll find them online. And uh, also, don't forget our buddy Jeff Moulton, ABC Oldies Saturday evenings at 8 Eastern Time on Rochester Free Radio. We also want to mention our friends Titty Bingo, the Texas rock band that, uh, well, they put out some great music. They've backed some of the biggest names in the business, including Willie, and they bring the rock to Texas and take it along with them. Great bunch of guys. They've done our theme song for all these 10 years that we've been doing that. And by the way, we're just getting ready to start our new year. And uh, you're a part of it today. This is the first show of the new year for us. And we have a very special young lady coming on right now. She goes by the name of Tatum Shoesmith. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly because I didn't get a cue sheet as to how to say it, but it's it looks like Tatum, T-A-Y-D-E-M, last name Shoesmith, and you're welcome to correct me if I'm wrong. Come on in here, Tatum. Say hello, and let's talk for a minute. Hello, Hi. Tatum. Hi. How's How are going? you? Going fine, good. thanks. Did I say your name correctly? You did. Yep, you nailed it. Fantastic. I wasn't sure. The first <laughs> name looks easy, but those are usually the ones that trip you up and you wind up scraping your nose on the sidewalk. Listen, you're a relatively <laughs> new artist. How long have you been doing this professionally? Uh, well, this is actually my newest single coming out New Year's Eve is actually my first professional studio-made song. So really, really, really new. <laughs> Boy, that's as new as it can be because I was just telling the listeners, I don't know if you heard it or not, we're broadcast on a broadcast station out of Rochester, New York, and they broadcast us on Saturday. So your New Year's Eve release will be played for the first time on broadcast radio in Rochester, New York, on Saturday, the 31st of December. And then my podcast is on Sunday. So 
It'll be going to the rest of the world uh, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time online, and I'll get you the link and everything to that so you can uh, you can tell your fans and followers about that. But you're definitely going to get a New Year's introduction. Nice. I, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and I, I love the sound. You've, you've got an original sound. John and I both being old radio guys, and uh, I try not to emphasize the old too much, but we have a couple of things we look for. You know, we look for production values. We look for originality. I love an artist who is not afraid to cross genres if they do it well. I want an artist who actually, Mm -hmm. you know, puts some work into it. And the third thing is the originality in having a sound of their own. And you do that. Now, what did you do before you decided to go professional with your singing? Um, Well, I still currently work like part-time retail, if that's what you mean, but I also um, am trying to pursue acting as well. So a lot of creative oh, sides to me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's a, yeah. that's a, a not, you're not the only one doing that as I'm sure you are aware. And oh, uh, yes. it, it's, yeah. it's great that you have that drive to be able to, you know, to go after two separate, but not totally unrelated careers. There are, there are many yeah. uh, actors who are also musicians, singers, entertainers, and uh, a lot of musician entertainers are actors, and some of them intentionally. This new release of yours, which we're going to be playing here in a few minutes, tell us about that. I did do the writing, yes. So I wrote the lyrics, and I went to the studio, Forte Studios, um, in Boone, Iowa. Yeah, we just worked together. We created a sound. It started off, you know, kind of the acoustic piano, because that's really the only instrument I could play. So it started off with that, and turned into this electro pop sound, which I'm really happy with. So, yeah. You should be. Neat sound. John Bon Jovial does not get to listen to these because we want to get his gut reaction. When we were putting the show together, we got to thinking that for a lot of people, when they hear the artist on our show, it's going to be the first time they've ever heard them. And we wanted to get mm-hmm. a gut reaction. And John got elected to be the one who only hears it when we first play it on the show. So, John Bon Jovial. I know you want to get in here and say hello to to Tatum. Well, yeah, you talk about a gut reaction. It's probably from all the beer that I drink because I've got quite the gut. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hey, Tatum, welcome to the show. We are so glad that you are here with us and that you've chosen us to premiere your new single on New Year's Eve. How about that? That is so cool. Um, Now, what... uh, Well, yeah, no, we're so glad that you're here. You know, David just touched on something uh, a few minutes ago regarding uh, musicians and actors and things of this nature. And there are many actors out there that are are wonderful musicians or or vice versa. Uh, The ones that immediately come to mind for me are Jeff Bridges, uh, Jeff Daniels, uh, Steve Martin. I mean, these are all, I mean, they're, 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 they're virtuosos at what they do so it can be done to do both things and uh, chris christopherson I don't is a virtuoso yeah, at whatever chris, he does oh yeah chris <laughs> christopherson absolutely but you see here's the thing i don't know if i could play music and act because i you know i'm so singular minded sometimes that it is hard for me to uh, expand horizons and I'm not saying that as a put down of myself it's just the way it is and always has been in my you know way too many decades that have passed so far but uh, if if you are able to do this then 
my hat is off to you because I, that would be just one hell of an accomplishment. I think it'd be a beautiful thing. Now, David had just touched on the fact that I don't uh, get to hear the music. So, you know, I'm not fibbing to you here. I have not heard, are you clapping yet? So I want oh. you, I want you to prep me for it. Tell me about, are you clapping and what I can look forward to, uh, how, how it came about. What was the inspiration behind it, this kind of thing? Okay. Well, overall, Are You Clapping is about self-confidence and being confident with yourself, by yourself. Uh, this The idea kind of came from, I was just sick of, like, hearing the same things over and over. Of, oh, you need to wear makeup. Oh, you won't get attention from guys that way. You should talk more. You should smile more. You know, it gets to, like, a frustrating point and you doubt everything about yourself. So, it, yeah, it goes into that kind of thing. And instead of just saying, oh, you should love yourself, I kind of wanted to go about it in a different way and put those words that I just said into the song and make people kind of look back on the words they're saying to other people, maybe think about it that way. The line uh, and the title of the song, Are You Clapping, is kind of like, being so confident in your choices that you're like asking for applause. Yeah. I like it. I'm good at it. It's a good, a good attitude. You've got to have been writing for a while. Do you find that you often run into blocks where you just cannot come up with an idea or follow through on it? Yes, definitely all the time. With, this one just started off as like a journal entry. So it wasn't even like lyrics. I wasn't trying to make a song. I think I was just ranting in my journal. And then I came back to it, and I was like, hmm, those could make some good lyrics. <laughs> what do you do when you come up against one of those blocks, and you're, you're just to the point where I can't come up with an idea. I can't, I can't finish this. You're just totally blocked. What do you do? Away from it, a lot of the times I go on walks. I just try to get away from, like, noise. Sometimes I'll get away completely from noise and maybe, like, just go on a car ride and just, like, look around at stuff. Other times I'll just listen to a bunch of music, hoping I'll get inspiration from that. I don't know. It's like a bunch of different things. Usually <laughs> taking a step back helps because when I'm trying like so hard to figure out lyrics, I think I'm just thinking too hard, trying to be too clever or whatever, instead of just being real with the lyrics. So taking a step back, back getting a breather, looking at a different yeah, perspective. I agree with that, and I was thinking the same thing. I do the same thing when I get up against a roadblock, a metal block. There, I just try to put the thing out of my mind. I will go and get purposely involved in something else to take my mind completely off from it. And oftentimes, when I do get around to going yeah. back to it, it uh, it just pops in like, oh wow, I should have thought of that before. But yeah, I can understand. <laughs> and it, it's interesting to find out what artists do because different artists have you know, different ways of looking at things. But in many events, it does come down to pretty much what you just said. Get away from it for a few minutes, for an hour, for a day, whatever it takes you, and then go back to it when, you know, when you feel that you're in the right place to follow through with what you were doing. Now, you said that the uh, acoustic piano is the only instrument that you have worked on. How do you feel, how do you find working for a total sound only playing the piano now do you have other people that that uh, work with you do you have backup musicians or do you kind of have to imagineer the music yourself well with this song i i had a producer so he created this whole sound for the song luckily i think i just had 
an idea in my mind. I think there's a couple songs that I really loved, and I love their sound, so I gave it as an example. But no, he he came up with whole sounds for this. So usually I just have the piano create a melody, and that's yeah. usually my route there. Yeah. I can understand what, that. What kind of piano do you prefer to play? An upright, a grand, uh, an electric piano? Oh, I'm, I'm not that great at piano, so I I don't really have a preference. Any really a keyboard, grand piano, whatever. Have a whatever, what, yeah. whatever's in the room at the time. <laughs> yeah. that works. Yeah, absolutely. Now. Let me go to your personal life a little bit, if I may, uh, because mm-hmm. we know nothing about you, so we're pretty sure that the uh, most of the audience doesn't know a lot about you either. We don't know your age group or anything, but i got to believe you're out of high school. Are you yep. beyond college, or where, where are you at as far as school is concerned? Um, well, I'm 20, actually celebrating my 21st in two days. So, Oh, well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Absolutely. I wish we'd have known. We would have, uh, we would have had somebody else sing happy birthday because that's one thing you want to know about most radio people like John and I. We got into radio so we could play the hits because we weren't good enough singers to sing the hits. And you don't want to hear us <laughs> sing. <laughs> happy birthday to you. I'm very happy for you. I hope that well, this is a double new year for you, so that's got to be a big deal. And yeah. I wish you a very, truly happy new year. Before we run out of time here, I do I do want to touch on uh, a little bit more of your personal life. Are you out on your own now? You're still living home with family, or where are you at there? Um, I'm sort of out on my own. I'm living on my own, but I am surrounded by a lot of family, so it doesn't necessarily feel well, like I'm good. alone. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's, that's a great way to do it. You still have that support, but you do have the ability to get out and, you know, take your own chances. It's kind of like going out ice skating the first time. You've got some people there that can help you. They're there to catch you if you fall, but you're still on your own when you're out, when you slide off there. That's a, that's a good way right. to be. I would take it, I would guess from what you're saying, that your family is very supportive of your career. They are. They're very supportive. I'm very, very lucky in that way. Yeah. That is wonderful. And you live where now? I live in Iowa, like a small town, Carroll. Carroll, <laughs> yeah. Iowa. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a long way from the uh, from the lights of L.A. Have you uh, have you hit yeah. any of the major uh, music cities yet? Um, does Chicago count as that? <laughs> oh yeah, Chicago oh, yeah. counts as yeah. a major yeah. city. They do. <laughs> yeah, it does. That's about it. Uh, now you uh, you just released. Are you clapping? Which we're going to play here in just a minute, and I want to give you the chance. Once you come on our show, we're, we're funny like this. We're, we're kind of family. So you are now part of our family, and we will do whatever we can to help you. We have a page on Facebook. Uh, my Facebook, The David Bowers Awards, is a group's music page. You can post your music news there. Anything to do with you and your career that you want to share with your fans and followers, post it there. You can post it directly. You don't have to send me a press release. And we will pick it up and share it with the other sites where we post music news. So that's that's what it's there for. It's free. Use it. And uh, we do like to keep in touch with our family. So hopefully you will keep in touch with us. We love to follow your career. We've got several artists that we've we've started with when they started. And it's really neat to see how their career grows, talk to them as they're growing, and watch them grow and expand now. 
And I want to thank you for giving us that opportunity once again. And please do keep in touch with us. Let us know what's going on. And we look for you to come back and have some more news for us when you maybe have a new release or something. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much for having me again. You're very welcome. Drop us a line anytime. The email is simple, david at thedavidbowers.com. Simple so I can remember it. Ladies and gentlemen, her name is Tatum <laughs> Shoesmith. Here she is with her debut single, Are You Clapping? Thank you. 
Tatum Smith is her name. And the song is Are You Clapping? I love that song. It's, it's really an interesting It still has a little bit of that ethereal quality that we seem to be carrying through as a theme today, but uh, it's, it's got a contemporary sound, too. It's got a nice feel to it. John Bon Jovial, quick impression on your side? She's okay. on her way. This is her first effort, and as a first effort, I think that um, this is just a stellar start for her. I really it do. It was she's she's an interesting young lady. I think that she's got her head pointed in the right direction. Her writing, her lyrics are are really nice, uh, but also a, the production is great. Yeah, yeah, it's got a it's got I don't know if it's a dance feel or an emo. What the hell is it? Emo emu emo. No, yeah. emu's a bird. And, and, uh, and there's but almost it, a Native American sound to it. Yeah, I was going to say that. There's almost like a you know. Uh, Yes, uh, I, I couldn't have put it any better than that. And one thing that really makes me happy for her is she's working with Mike at MTS, and uh, Michael at MTS uh, Records and Management is one great management guy. He gets his artists out. He works for them, and I'm constantly seeing awards for them from all over the place for his artists. Great guy to work with. I know we loved working with him. We've had many of his artists on here, and uh, she'll be she'll be doing well uh, working with Michael at MTS. Right now, we got to get moving because we've got another guest. Some old friends of ours are back. We're going to be talking with Yo Yo X and O right after we listen to Make That Ride. I count all the times you've been on the phone All these late nights when you couldn't get any sleep She wasn't around last night when you were all alone And you've been through all the places where she likes
A couple of weeks ago when we played a track off of their brand new album, which is just being released January 1st, I promised you that we would try to get Yo-Yo X-No to come back on here and tell us about the new album, maybe share a couple of more tracks with you, and voila, we actually got the boys. We uh, interrupted their New Year's Day festivities. Over here, we get a lot of football and parades and stuff. What do you guys do over there? Well, I've been slipping and sliding. Slipping and sliding. Yeah, very good been a yeah. lot of that going on over here, too. We've had a rough winter, of course. John and I are in the, we, we count our blessings. John's down in Florida, and uh, I'm out in Arizona. So we, were, we weren't really affected, although it did get a little cooler there where John is. But uh, we've had some great weather. Listen, guys, I want to thank you for coming back and joining us. Great new album, House of the Setting Sun. Now, that's, I've got to touch that. that. That has to be some story there. I guess... <laughs> It started with, uh, we did a photo session this summer, and uh, we were supposed to write songs, but we, we just didn't come around to it. And we <laughs> made a photo session, and one of the pictures uh, felt like an album cover. So, and I, I named the album cover The House of the Setting Sun. Uh-huh. And then we thought we had to write a song, a title track. And so that's pretty much it. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I, yeah. I I knew that it wasn't accidental. I knew there had to be a story behind it. Now about the album itself, the story behind that. Now uh, usually albums these days, there's some kind of a story or theme thread that goes through it. How did you put this one together? Well, I think uh, perhaps that was the first song. And uh, based on that uh, photo of the house in the setting sun with us in front of it, and uh, once uh, we listen to that, you kind of that spins off to another track. You get an idea from the first one, and it kind of slowly evolves. New songs are written, and uh, and in the end, you've got like 12, 14 songs. And it's uh, we're old school. We like albums, so. We sure. put them together, sequence them in a way that makes us feel like, yeah, this is right, which is interesting in itself because it kind of makes uh, some songs come alive as well when you put them next to another track. And so that's a lot of, uh, we take a big interest in doing that as well. And uh, yeah, so one thing leads to the other, I would say. What do you say, yo? <laughs> yo one and yo two. Oh yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, uh, what do you uh, say? I guess I guess there's uh, rather a big difference from previous uh, records. You can find songs that are similar to previous songs on this one, but uh, I think this whole album is a more laid, a bit more laid back, and. Mm. Uh, it's more like we're trying to to catch the sound of uh, four or five people sitting in a cabin with instruments and making music live. 
I think we try to narrow it down a bit and we don't have very much production or sounds or anything. It's just playing instruments, real instruments. We do what we do. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. I, I like that. Uh, sometimes, sometimes we tend to get overproduced. I know the, uh, you know, over the course of the years, the album at first was a bunch of tracks that the artist had that wanted to put them all together and they'd go through and pick out the tracks. And then uh, somewhere along the line, they, started coming up with with theme or there's another word they use that slips my mind but thematic albums where there was a theme that tied the whole thing together like and a concept now concept mm, album yeah. yes that's it thank yeah. you john uh but the uh, now it's gotten to the point where the albums in a way are going back they're throwing back to the original concept where an artist would take oh, okay i've got 12 new singles out now so i can make an album out of them and now you're getting the reverse of that concept. A lot of artists are putting together, releasing a song every month or two, and then at the end you're back to, now I have an album. It's, it's interesting to watch how this changes over the years, and the thematic concept is something that I, I, I think is kind of pervasive now. Artists will group their music based on, if not themes, at least a concept, a, uh, a pattern of some kind. It's it's not as helter skelter as it used to be, if I may steal a term there. Yeah. And, uh, now the songs that are on the album, I know we played "Neighbor's Song," and we just played "Make That Ride." Wisdom is the tune we're going to be going to. We talked about that in just a minute. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there all too quietly. Well, first and foremost, to uh, wish you guys a, a, a very prosperous and, and hopeful new year. Uh, it seems like I just looked at my watch about five minutes ago, and it was February 1st, so I'm kind of wondering <laughs> what happened between now and then. Uh, yeah. But welcome back. It's great to have you guys on board with us again. It, it, it really is. It's always a privilege to talk to you and to listen to your music. And as far as this uh, last song that we just played, Make That Ride. You know, I love the country influence in it. And uh just like to know what your mindset was when you sat down in the studio to do it. Well, I've been practicing, uh, trying to learn how to play the lap steel. So that's quite prominent. Oh, wow. on it's a bit of slide guitar on that one. And yeah, that, that kind of brings out the country feel, as you say. And, uh, Definitely, yeah. It does, yeah. yeah. And then... Um, as I said earlier, it's probably um, a reaction to one of my of Yo's songs that made me kind of oh I want to do that or as kind of a take on whatever idea I had after listening to one of his songs and uh, so it's kind of uh, and I think that's what you try to say as well uh, Yo it's uh, it's uh, trying to make it an easy vibe. Uh, not too overly produced and people sitting and playing together, just uh, mm -hmm. simple songs. So there are no, fa well, that one has a few fancy chords actually as well. It's a, a bit of an interesting um, end to the song perhaps. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite effortless and just uh, going with the flow. And uh, That's probably why we like it so much because it fits with the way we built our show here. Uh, we got mm -hmm. sick of, you know, all of the heavily formatted stuff. And when we were talking about maybe doing something, uh, we were discussing, yeah, we could just do a casual show where it's like we're sitting in the listener's living room just talking music. And mm. your music definitely fits that. 
And uh, I, uh, I wanted to mention also, you mentioned the steel. That was one instrument that I always wanted to learn to play. I never did get a chance to, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I loved the steel guitar from the first time I heard it and always yeah. wanted to learn. I envy you for being able to do that. We were talking just before we finally got connected with you that would be interesting one time to have you guys on and have you both in the same in the same room where you could maybe sit at the keyboard and uh, do a little ad-libbing and a little of your original stuff and and just and just give us the feel for how you guys work together when you're in the studio together. Yeah, for uh, sure. It, it also seems kind of obvious to me that based on music of yours that we've played <laughs> in the past and this current crop, that you guys know each other well, you know what to expect from each other, and you bounce off each other well, and it reflects in the quality of the song and in the production and and in the lyrics uh, itself. There's a comfort level there that, to me, seems very apparent. Yeah, and I I think uh, when when it comes to this song, you make that right. The lyrics there are uh, probably reflecting the times we live in where everything seems to be complicated. you, You get surprised every day by something that's happening in society or politically or whatever and then in this case it's people messing things up in every verse but the the uh, chorus is uh, okay just get in the car go back home sort it out take it easy just get back together and uh so it's uh again make keep it simple just uh hang out together and have a good time and so I think both of us felt that when writing songs now, that uh, we're in that cabin, we're playing together, don't make it too hard for anyone to just just play and have fun and uh, go with the flow. And you can definitely sense that listening to the music. It's got that easy flowing sound to it. Did you intentionally inject a country feel to that or was it just uh, did it just happen because you happened to have the feel? I think that probably... Um, it helped in creating that sound. But I think we're also thinking a bit of California, early 70s, mm-hmm. you know, Laurel Canyon, that kind of vibe. So right. We've got that singer-songwriter, California-style vibe to some of the songs as well. So You know what? That's and, it. That's, that's it. I kept thinking there was something else, and I couldn't put my finger on it while I was listening mm-hmm. to the song. And... Yes, you're absolutely right. It's a 70s California vibe, the whole Joni Mitchell, Laurel Canyon, Graham Nash yeah. thing. And good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. I like that oh, a lot. Absolutely. absolutely. And I, I love it, too. Of course, we were both we were both weaned on country music anyway. I mean, we've worked in country. We worked in rock radio, mm-hmm. uh, what is affectionately known as AOR or All Over the Road. We both have a, a distinct love of country music, and as I already alluded to, I, I've loved steel guitar since the first time I heard it as a little kid. Now, when you're when you're putting together an album like this, you obviously have your own individual ideas, but then you get together in a studio. Do you, do you get together to actually make the music, or do you get together to work it out and then move forward to put the music down in, in instrumentally? Both ways, I guess. Uh, as I said, this this year our intention was to get together and write uh, in the studio, but we had too much fun just joking around, having great meals and having a good time, and sure. and so we went made a photo session instead. And 
no song got out of that. Uh, so it wasn't until later, like a month or so later, that the song started to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and usually it's like that when you say, okay, crap, uh, forget it. Let's, let's not... Right. Uh, and, and you forget about it, and then you relax, and then all the songs just come to you. And then we bounce the songs at each other, and one song will lead to another mm-hmm. and bounce back, and, and, and then you get a new idea. And I think maybe uh, uh, some of the songs make that right. For instance, uh, you were talking about you know, the harmonics. I think that's one key thing about this album. We have been focusing on harmonics and melody mm-hmm. uh, and not not really. The production was set from the start. Let's right. keep it simple. Right. And then we can focus on, well, what chords should I use? And how can I, is there another way to go around this? And, and you had some interesting progressions in that too. I was, yeah. uh, I was sitting there listening. Wow. That's different. That wasn't what I expected. <laughs> no. Trying to make it sweet sounding, uh, even though it might be a bit, uh, the, the, the chords might be interesting and the har- harmony might be interesting, but, it, but still we wanted that flow to it. Right. Well, the, the other thing too, is when you come up with something like that, a unique chord, a unique progression, whatever, uh, it, it's like having a hook in the lyric. It catches people's attention, and mm. it, it just kind of jolts you in a pleasant way. And mm. I, I think that, that's interesting. That's great. I love it. And I wish we had more time to sit and chat with you, but I'm getting the flag waved at me that we're running down. So before we run out of time, I want to give you a chance to tell the folks how they can follow you and find you online and, of course, how they can get your music because that's what it's all about. You can find our songs on all the major digital music streaming services like well, you know the names. Right, all the usual places, right? Oh, yeah, all the usual places. And then we have this uh, website, jojoxnow.com, and we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter, and we try to spread the word that way. For the listeners who are not familiar, these boys are from Sweden, and uh, when we say Yo-Yo XNO, it's actually Jojo XNO to them. And now that we have thoroughly confused you, just remember when you go to look them up, it's Y-O-Y-O and then X-N-O. Guys, fantastic. So glad to have Yo-1 and Yo-2 with us again. And we (laughs) look forward to next time. Great album that we've been sampling, House of the Setting Sun. And we're going to play a tune called Wisdom. You've got about 30 seconds. Tell us about Wisdom. Oh, two German hitchhikers came to my door last spring and asked if they could put up their tent on the back of the house. I said, yeah, and we had dinner, and they stayed for a couple of days. They sold everything they had a couple of years ago and started hitchhiking around Europe, Mm. going to find places they haven't been and just living very easily, very cheap. And so that got me thinking... Hi, Kim Aline, if you're listening. Uh, that made me think about what, we, what the kind of goals we put up for our lives mm-hmm. and also um, to keep things simple, you know? Right. That seems to be a pervasive theme with you guys. I love it. Thank you again. So glad to have you with us. Already looking forward to the next time. Ladies and gentlemen, Yo-Yo XNO or JoJo XNO and... From House of the Setting Sun, this is Wisdom. 
Thank you. 